Amen. Pastor Jason, you did it well. Amen. Uh, just a, a tremendous move of the Holy Ghost. And uh, I just, uh, as I prepared for this, I, I, I feel one thing. I, I just feel that, that uh, something is going on. The, the, there's a move of, of God's presence going on. You know, there's a lot of things happening in our world. Uh, a lot of things are, are uh, shaking. That's the word I wanted, I wanted to use, shaking. There's a lot of shaking. There's a lot of stuff happening right now. But I believe, I believe that, that the Lord is, is helping us. I believe that, that, um, that we're going we're gonna to see some tremendous moves of God's Spirit. But I, I, think it, I think it is up to us to seek the Lord. I think like never before, let, let's, let's pursue the Lord. Uh, Pastor Jason also mentioned it Sunday, and I've, I've got a lesson that I've, that I've been meaning to, to teach or preach or, or something. I don't know if it's a message or a lesson, but, but it, it's, the title of it is Presseth In, Pressing In. We've got to press into the presence of God. Uh, everything that is everything that is that is uh, worthwhile, it's because we put effort into it, and it's because we we put the special effort. So I'm, I want to talk to you tonight about something that I've talked about several times and in, in, in the past at some point in time. But as I as I was reading through my Bible, I was just going through my Bible, and I just I just began to write down some things and and. Uh, and write down some scriptures and write down some some things I felt like that God was doing in, in this hour and and really felt the Holy Ghost as I was writing this down and then I realized later I I preached from this three or four times. It's probably nothing like this tonight. So so uh, uh, but I, I wanna I wanna talk to us. I want us to I want us to uh, uh, respond tonight together and uh, and and understanding and, and realization. Uh, first of all, uh, what would be the greatest danger to the church? Any, any comment? What, what would you perceive to be the greatest danger to the church? Anybody? What? Apathy. That's the first word I wrote down. Apathy. You are you are one wise woman, sister. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. So, uh, what what is apathy? Can you can you describe it a little bit? Just unconcerned. The greatest danger to the church is when we when we grow unconcerned with what's going on. Oh, Feel, I feel God's spirit as we're, as we're talking about this. There, there, are, there is something going on in the spirit, folks, I'm telling you. There is a major move of, of God's spirit that is, that, is, uh, that is taking place, and I believe there's, a, there's going to be a, a great awakening of the church. You know, uh, many, of the, many of the great revivals throughout history in fact, in, in Scotland and in different places, it, it referred to it not as a great revival, as a great awakening. Because people began to awaken to what the surroundings were. Uh, 
there was there was such uh, uh, a move of God that that uh, that bars were shut down because nobody attended anymore. Man, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great if there was such a move of God that our police officers went home, went to bed, nothing going on anyway? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I didn't hear that. Brother Larson? Wow, isn't that isn't that amazing? But I, you know, I I I feel that that uh, uh, we mentioned that the greatest danger to the church is apathy. And so, um, is, is what would be the greatest danger to a family? Divorce is a is a Great danger to a family. Apathy. Okay. The same. The same thing. What? Tell me what the definition is. Okay. Does Does anybody ever feel that way? Anybody not ever feel that way? <laughs> that pretty well explains it. We all feel that way. And uh, and I, you know, uh, many of you know that that uh, Sister McBride and I are building a new house, and uh, and so one of the things is is you know how you know how I am, man. When I've got a project that I'm married to it, I can't eat, sleep. Well, I've been I've been waking up, at, which is unusual for me, you know, Sister. Mac is always the first one up in our house until lately. And so, so uh, I, I've been really distracted. And I, and I, I, I knew that I was. And so, so I, so I begin to, I begin to deal with it. And I said, uh, I said, Lord, I'm not going to be distracted over this. And so I, I woke up bright and early about, I'm mean, this for me, you know, some of you guys that get up at four and Five o'clock, you know, well, I'm, man, I woke up bright and early about 8.30. No, no. <laughs> I woke up about 5.30, and I said, uh, and so, I, I, you know, uh, I laid there a little bit, and so Sister Mac could tell I was kind of moving around and about ready to do something, and so I said, honey, I'm going to get up because this is going to be a full day today. And I cannot miss my prayer and my Bible reading. I'm going to take care of that right now. And man, what a move of God that I felt. And from that point on, there has been no distraction. And I, this, is, this is what I feel. That, and I, I feel that, that God gave me this also, that all of us at time can become distracted with several things. The devil wants to get us distracted. He wants to make us lethargic and, and in apathy and, and just, 
you know, we want to do something. We want there to be a move of God. But, you know, I just, I'm just kind of tired. You know what? Hey. But I believe, I believe that there is, a, there is a mind of the Spirit that has gone forth. And I, I, I really believe Pastor Jason set the tone Sunday for a mind of the Spirit that would completely engulf this sanctuary. I've, I've, I don't know how many people I've had just here lately out of the blue promise me to come to church. And I, I, believe, that, I believe that God is, God is moving in a, in a great way. Uh, you know, when we when we are, uh, have apathy, it seems like at times we become numb to what's going on around us, and uh, and just you know just beyond feeling, you know, want something to happen, but you know it's probably not. Let's shake ourselves out of that. Let's awaken to the presence of God. Uh, let's not allow the love for God, our love for God, to grow cold. Let's become passionate about Jesus Christ. Let's become passionate about God. Amen. We are living in the greatest time that ever was. We are living in the time of great outpouring, a great move of God, a great awakening, if you will. And so, so we have the power, we have the spiritual ability through Jesus Christ, to pull down strongholds, to break chains. And so, uh, so let's allow that. Jesus gives us some instruction. On, uh, and one of, the, one of the things he talks about is watching. You know, we're talking about uh, uh, to awaken, uh, an awakening, but he gives us instruction on watching. Let's, let's look at Luke chapter 12, verse number 37. It said, blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily, I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. Now, wait just a minute. Let's, let's hold this for just a moment. What is this really talking about? Is this a millennium? Is this... Is this some great and glorious time in the future? What, look, look what he says. Verily I say unto you, when, the, when he cometh shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. Now we understand that, that coming is, is the coming of the Lord, obviously. But also let us understand that, that the Lord comes to us at times. The Lord knocks. The Lord begins to, to uh, try to get our attention. And so let's look at it a different way instead of, instead of the, the coming of the Lord when, when he comes. How, how about when, when we begin to pray, when we begin to seek the Lord, and when we watch and when we are alert in, in our mind and in our spirit, he will make them sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. You know, it's, it's so ironic that we so want to be blessed of God. We, want, we so want God to bless us. 
we so want to to uh, to have a, to receive a blessing in the church service. But when we get out of that mode and get in the focus that I want to be a blessing, I want to serve the Lord. I want to I do something for the Lord. When we get in that mode, then the Lord serves us. And then we are blessed of God. And so, so let's look at this. And if he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants. Verse 39. And this know that if the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. And so verse 40, be ye therefore ready also for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. Jesus gives in, us instruction to watch. Okay, how do we watch? What are the things that we do when we watch? I know, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for us to think outside the box for just a moment. Obviously, we understand that we've got to pray. We understand we've got to read our, our word of God. Understand we've got to, we've got to live uh, ab above reproach. So, we, but, so how, how can we watch? How can we break the spirit of apathy in our life? How can we break that, that numbness that, that tries, to, tries to steal over us? What can we do? Uh, now, obviously, we know we can pray. We know we're in, we can read the Word. Anybody have any, any ideas about this? So you're talking about serve, service to the Lord. Yes. Yes. Who let the cricket in? So pressing in. Okay, so we've, we've got service to the Lord, to serve the Lord in, in reaching others. We've got uh, expecting Expectancy. I believe, I believe that, that expectancy would tie in with faith, would it not? To have, to have faith and expecting God. And then, uh, and then your final one, Brother Sam? Discipline life. Doing those things that would be conducive for, uh, to get us in, in the mode, and, if you will, for God to move. Anybody else? Any? This is really, really neat. Thank you. Brother Larson.
Okay, you, you've left your first love. Yeah, and I, I mentioned that at the, at the start of this about, uh, about allowing our love for God to grow cold. And so, uh, you know, we, we understand, uh, we understand, we realize that, uh, that it is a continual battle, is it not, to keep ourselves uh, uh, motivated, if you will, if, if that's a good word, to keep ourselves passionate for the Lord. You know, isn't it, isn't it so strange? Isn't it so thought-provoking that one moment God can move miraculously? You can, you can be expecting something. You can be praying about something for months and months and months. And suddenly, in a moment, God would, would do something. He would, say, for instance, uh, uh, step in and, and provide a new job or, or take care of something that, that, that you've, you've wanted God to do for a long time. And then uh, a week later, we've forgotten it. Just it's past. It's almost. It just seemed like that was nothing really miraculous. It just kind of, you know, things just kind of work out. We, you know, we we can't get into that mode of 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 allowing that. We've got to be be uh, thankful to the Lord at all times. One of the one of the things that that Jesus. Uh, uh, that he really, really talks about, and, and maybe it's Paul, I'm not sure which one it is, but talks about neither were they thankful. They weren't thankful. Didn't, didn't thank the Lord for what he had done. You know, we, in this world that we live in today, it seems like there's, there's such an entitlement that we're entitled to this, we're entitled to that, you know, Everybody must have health care. Everybody must have this and that. And uh, you know, I, I'd like to have everything. You know, I'm. You know, there's there's one of those one of those uh, 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 people that's running for president that has said that there should be a, a a salary given to everybody whether they want to work or not. I think that sounds like a pretty good deal to me, as long as you guys are okay with paying for it. So that sounds like a preacher. Well, but we can't, we can't get a mindset because who we are that we're entitled to anything from God. Yes, we're blessed. Yes, the Word of God says he will, he will bless his people. Yes, the Word of God gives us millions of promises, all of those promises, but we can't ever let it get to our mindset and get to our, like, okay, all right, God, where's it at? You know, I think one scripture says, says, when have you done everything, when you've done all the, that you're supposed to do, say, we are unprofitable servants. We've done that which was our duty to do. Amen. And so, the Son of Man cometh in an hour that you think not. Matthew 24, verse number 42 Again, reiterating what we read in, uh, in Mark, watch therefore, or Luke, watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. 
And so with this, he gives, a, he gives a parable. Two shall be in the field. One taken and one left. Um, gives another instance or parable. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken and the other left. Is it the one taken or the one remaining. However, however you looked at, however it, however it shakes out in, in your philosophy in that, or theology, I guess it is, uh, we, we understand that, that, uh, that in, in a group, there's different awareness. So the Lord Jesus is, is making it, it plain that those that are awake those that are aware. In fact, I believe it's in, in, uh, in Matthew 24, 25 that talks about the five wise and the five foolish virgins and that uh, the five uh, wise had oil enough, but the five foolish had let their oil go out. They had let their oil become depleted. Here it is again, the same the same example that we've talked about, that apathy has set in, that a numbness has set in. And, and as a whole, folks, there is an apathy and a numbness that is set in into the church world today. We cannot allow that. We've got the greatest thing that ever was on the face of the earth. We've got a God that can do anything. We've got a God that deserves to be bowed to, a God that deserves to be worshipped and praised, a God that, that deserves everything because he died for us, that we might have life and that more abundantly. I think we, <clears throat> we get into a, a, into a mode or a mindset of checking the box. Okay, have you been repented of your sins? Check. You've been baptized, check. You got the Holy Ghost, check. All right, you're good to go. Well, no. No, we're not good to go. Day by day, we must be Christians. Day by day, we must be growing. If we're not growing, if we're not going forward in growth, we're going backwards. And so so it's a it's a uh, it's a day-by-day -day growth that that we that that happens to us. Uh, let's let's go to uh, to Mark chapter thirteen, and uh, in verse number uh, uh, thirty-one, it says, "Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away." Verse thirty-two. But if the day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Verse 33, take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. 30, 34, for the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and he commanded the porter to watch. Verse 35, watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh at even, or at midnight, or at cock crowing, or in the morning. Verse 6, lest coming suddenly, he finds you sleeping. Verse 37, And what I say unto you, I say unto all, 
watch the same exact theme that is going on. Watch lest he find you sleeping. That's what apathy is. Sleeping on your feet, basically. Sleeping when, when, when the time is right. Sleeping. Not realizing. I, I think there's a, there's a scripture and things just kind of coming to my mind about, about uh, the scripture that, that, that says they knew not the day of their visitation. They weren't aware because they were just in a fog. You know, Satan will put you in a fog. If he can, he'll get you so distracted. He'll get you so mixed up and messed up. But, but understand, the Lord wants us to be watchful. The Lord wants to be, to be understanding of what's going on. What, what I say unto you, I say unto all. Jesus admonished his disciples to watch or to stay awake. Jesus admonishes the church to awaken, to be awake, to be aware of what's happening around you, to be aware of the, of the possibilities. Sister Carrie said, to be aware of the, of the opportunities. You never know when somebody needs just what you have. And God has a tailor-made meeting for you and an individual. But somehow, you're in apathy. You pass by, and you don't even recognize it. Oh, God, let the church awaken. Oh, God, let there be something that is burning and that is boiling in my spirit. Let there be something that is surging. Oh, I, I, I pray that, that somehow you can feel the passion that I'm speaking to you tonight and feel the anointing that God wants to shake us. God wants us to move and pursue him like never before. God has got some great things for us. Oh, why don't we just take a minute and let's just take this moment and ask. Oh, God, I pray, oh, Lord Jesus, let me be aware of you, oh, God. Let me be cognizant, Lord God, and understanding, Lord Jesus, I pray. Oh, God, I pray, Lord, let my mind, oh, Lord God, become clear, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, God, stir me, Lord Jesus. Stir this church, Lord God. Awaken us, Lord, and move us towards you, Lord, like we've never been before, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, let there be a powerful, powerful move. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He moves wonderfully among us. Praise the Lord. It's, <clears throat> I told this story a few weeks ago, but I want to establish it again. That uh, uh, I, A month or two ago, I was, I was visiting uh, uh, Brother Jeff's father-in-law, Sister Sarah's dad, at the veterans 
home in, in Fayetteville. And as I was talking to him and, and uh, visiting with him, I, I just, I, it, it was weird. I, I kept being distracted like somebody was at the door trying to get in. And I kept looking around, and, and finally I, I said, it just dawned on me. And I, I, I said, Brother Ewers, do you, have, have you watched me looking around? And he said, yeah, I noticed that. I said, I'm not trying to be distracted from you, and, and, but I said, I, I, just, I, I just felt like somebody was there. And I keep looking for somebody. Brother Ewers, that's, that's the angels of the Lord. That's the Holy Ghost there that I feel. And both of us, when we began to rejoice in that. And, uh, and so today I was, I was visiting him again. And the same thing happened again today. And, uh, and, and it was just a powerful, powerful move of the Holy Ghost. Both of us felt it and, and just a, a tremendous move of God Hey, hey, listen, there's going to be places we're going to be. There's going to be areas that we're going to go through. There's going to be people that, that we just happen to meet. And there's going to be uh, just the, the only time that our paths will cross with someone. And God has a God moment for them. God has something special to go for. God, let me be aware of it. God, let it not pass me by. God, let it not just slip from my fingers the opportunity, Lord. But, oh, God, let me hear you, oh, Lord Jesus. Let me be awake and let me be aware of what's going on. Jesus admonishes the church to awaken, to be aware of their surroundings. And I, I penciled in this. I felt very, very, uh, this is one of the things I, I felt very uh, um, purposeful to, to talk to you tonight. And I, I know that, that many of you uh, uh, do not have young kids. Mostly it's, it's our, our older group in here, many of our, our teachers and, and have the, but there are some of you that, that do. So so uh, I'll, I'll talk to you also. We, we need to be aware of what's going on with our kids. We need to really, really be aware of what's happening. Notice behavior patterns. If there's something different than what it generally is, be aware and let the, let the hairs of your neck stick up. Hey, there's something going on here. I'm going to find out what it is. And notice if they act different or strange from what is normal. We are the protectors of our kids. We pray for the walls of protection to be around about them. We pray that the chains of bondage will not affect them. We pray that God guards their mind and their heart. Many of them, this is the first day of school. Some of them, last week. <coughs> But all of them probably now are in school. And so there are things that bombard them. There are things that, that, that and if we, can, if we can find that first. And I believe, I believe, this is, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you've got kids or you've got grandkids, I'm, gonna, I'm asking you to pray, God, let me be aware of their lives. Let me be aware of of everything that's going on. God, if there's something going on that's wrong, wake me in a dream. Give me a dream. Uh, let, let me, let me uh, 
uh, be have knowledge. You know, here's, here's the thing. The gifts of the Spirit should operate in the church. That's not just in the building. The church is you. Okay? We, we understand that. You are the church of the living God. This is just the building. But, but you are the church. The people are the church. And the gifts of the Spirit operate in the church. So the gifts of the Spirit operate in your life every day. Almost without fail, I pray that the gifts of the Spirit would operate in this church and that I would operate in the gift of the Spirit. I pray that, that God would, would uh, <coughs> uh, give me the, the gift of faith and that God would, uh, would uh, let me to, to operate in the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and that God would, uh, would use me in working of miracles, laying on hands, and, and so on and so forth. I think, I think if, if we could really pray and really focus, God, let me be aware of everything. You know, we almost, it's almost like we're at times numb to what's going on around us. We can't be that way. We've got lives are at stake. Your kids are at stake. Notice, be sensitive to attacks on your kids. I'm not talking about fighting their battles or even overprotecting them. You know, it happens over and over again. Kids get in a spat and then the parents don't speak for other, to each other for days. An hour later, the kids are playing again. They forgot all about it. And the parents can't get over it for months. And so, so above all, kids will be kids. You know, they're going to get in spats. They're going to they're they're do all of these things. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about overprotecting in that. But, uh, you know, the, let them work out the stuff, the little disagreements and stuff, and, and, and they'll work it all out. Make it a habit of sticking up for authority. Oh, really? Yeah. Make it a habit for sticking. When they come and they complain about their teacher, don't listen with ears and be ready to march down there and straighten them out immediately. Listen, you listen to them. But you know, you know what, you know what my, my mother or my, my aunt would always say? <clears throat> they would say, well, you know, maybe that's not the way it really happened. You weren't there. I was. They're picking on me. Remember my aunt? Oh, man, she was, she was the greatest at this. She lived in Alabama. So uh, uh, me and Sister Mac drove down there one time and and I think we took my mother, and we went to see, and we drove in there. And, and as I was coming in, I was an out-of-state car, you know, of course, Arkansas, and uh, in Alabama, and this, in this little town in Alabama, right near where my, where my grandmother and aunt lived, there was a police officer, Brother Jeff, that pulled out behind me. He followed me all the way, all the way, all the way very closely following me, and I was making sure I did the speed limit. But he followed me all the way, and then finally turned off and sat there. So I was telling my aunt, I said, he followed me all the way. He saw me come through, saw the strange tag, and he followed me. 
No, no, David. No, he didn't do that. He was just, he would, he just pulled out behind you and he was just, and you were in front of him and you were going too slow. And so he just followed you. But kind of cop that attitude when you, when you don't immediately, all of a sudden, make a case against the teachers and make a case against the principals, Sunday school teachers, unless they instruct in wrong things, obviously. But teach the kids to, to appreciate and respect authority. Teach the kids to honor authority in their lives. Because, I, you know, I, we've talked about this before, but, but I remember, man, if I got it in school, I got it at home. You know, there was no questions asked. You know, it may have been wrong. You know, I prob you know me, I probably didn't deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. And so, but you know, that that's that's just the attitude that they took in those days. You know? And uh, and so so instead of, you know, you you hear you hear the 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 lightest little thing and suddenly there's an attack, you know. Oh, they're, they're trying to do this. We're not, I'm not going to let them do this. And, and what you're doing is you're teaching uh, the kids to, to rebel against authority. You're teaching them to, to, uh, to, to conflict in, in everything that, that if it doesn't go their way. And so, uh, so let's, let's understand that. Hold the kids, hold your kids accountable to do the right thing. Uh, and by all means, don't chew out other kids. If it comes to the point, you don't talk to their parents and let them know. But, but you can't go around correcting other kids. Now, if you see them running in this building, you say, stop. Pastor said no. If you see them, you know, obviously. But, but don't, just, don't just chew them out one side and down the other because they treated your kid badly. You, you follow me? Because your kid probably treated them badly. I didn't mean to get off on all that. Also, don't chew out other parents. <laughs> Had it in my notes, so I just thought I'd cover it. I know that y'all don't need that. But be aware. Notice mood swings. Notice oddities about your kids and behavioral patterns that are different. We've got, we've got to be so aware of what's going on. Oh, God, let me be awakened to the moving of the Spirit. Oh, God, let me have the word of wisdom. Let me have the word of knowledge to know what's going on. Oh, God, let me, let me be so cognizant of what's going on and aware of what's going on. First Thessalonians Chapter 5 and verse number 5, it says, You are the children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. They that be drunken are drunken in the night. Verse 8, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Sober. 
Let us be sober. And as I mentioned just a moment ago, let us be cognizant with full understanding, not drunk on the cares of life, not drunk on, on, on what we want to do and, and our stuff and our things, but let us be full understanding, God, I've got to have a move of your spirit in my life and in my family, in my heart, Lord Jesus. Put on the breastplate of faith. You know, you know what faith does more than anything? It calls it a breastplate. Where does the breastplate go on? Up here? Over the heart. The breastplate of faith protects the heart. Amen. I, you know, I, I've mentioned this over and over again, but, I, but let, me, let me mention it again. Can't stress it too much. But in my, in my office, there's a the little note that it's in Proverbs. I don't know exactly which one it is, but it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Out of the heart, out of what's here, God, let my attitudes be right. God, let my ways be pleasing to you. God, let me understand what's going on. Let me, let me realize what the battle is. It's not that I feel good. It's not that things go my way. But, oh, Lord Jesus, let your will be accomplished. So the breastplate of faith, operate in faith, speak faith. Let faith be a part of your every life because that protects the heart. Develop a love for, for the scriptures. Develop a great love for God. God, hallowed be thy name. Oh, Lord, I love that name, Jesus. I love that name, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, love. Let us develop a pure love for the Lord God like never before. Let us develop such a love for God that we hate sin with a passion. Let us develop such a love of God that we love one another. Amen. For in helmet, the hope of salvation. Salvation protects the head. The mind. How can we install safeguards in our life? How can we truly do what God has called us to do? How can we truly accomplish everything that God wants us to accomplish when we awaken, when we are aware spiritually? Romans chapter 13, verse number 10. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Verse 11, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awaken out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Verse 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. As, a, as I meant, to cover this, and it just slipped my mind. But, but check what your kids watch. Be aware of what your kids, where they visit on the Internet. You say, oh, my kids would never do that. 
Every kid will do that. Doesn't matter who they are. Every kid will do that. Guard. Watch. Keep. And you know, uh, the computer and, and internet is one of the greatest things that ever happened. But so it's, it is full of the most evil, perverse stuff. And so you gotta, you've just got to guard. Guard ourselves. Men, women, guard ourselves. Be careful what you watch. Be careful what you let. You know, you remember the, the, the song when you were a little kid singing? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little hands, what you see. Touch or whatever. I don't remember how it goes. But the Father up above, he's... Okay, all right, I got it, man. I'm surprised at myself. The night is far spent. Let's, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us major in love. Let us cast off works of darkness that are enemies of our soul. Oh, God, let us have a heart for you. Oh, God, let us have a heart for you. God, let us have a heart for you. Hallelujah. Let us defeat the enemies of our soul. Man. Isaiah 52, and in closing, Isaiah 52. In verses 1 through 3, verse number 1 says, Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for henceforth there should be no more come unto thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Verse 2, Shake thyself from the dust, arise, and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Verse 3, for thus saith the Lord, you have sold yourselves for naught, and you shall be redeemed without money. Oh, God, I ask for the redemption power of the Holy Ghost. God, redeem us. God, redeem us. Oh, Lord Jesus. Jesus, let us shake ourselves. Let us awake, and let us put on the beautiful garments that you have. Uh, we understand, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Put on the garment of praise. When we begin to praise the Lord, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Worship the Lord. Let the, let the beautiful garments be upon us. A right attitude. A right spirit. That the presence of God just, just uh, exudes from our pores of our skin. That the spirit of the Lord is upon us. That ah, people can see that there is an anointing on our life. Hallelujah, because we are awake. We are cognizant. We are understanding. Shall we stand together? Anybody like to add anything before we close? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The presence of the Lord is here. 
The presence of the Lord is here. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Could we just reach for him again to press?